thankful, Truth Church, for what God has done. But I am anticipating what he's going to do. And I, and I hope you want to be a part of that. Amen. You heard it said, and I know Bishop for years, growing up, I heard him say this, and it's true. From reading the word of God, to the silent years, and all those things, there's going to be a church, period. There's going to be a church. You're going to have a church. Well, I want to be that church. I want to be a part of that church. I want to be a piece of the pie, if you will. Lord, I want to, and I want you to want to, and I want us to be in unity with that want and that desire. Lord, we want to be a part. And we're going to do whatever we can to make sure. Not just seven of us or five of us, but all 200, 300, 400, 500, every how many we have that call Truth Church their home. I want to be a part of the church. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, quickly, quickly. First Kings. We're also going to go to Acts and Daniel. I'm going to hurry. It's a lot of things to read, but I need to read it. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for coming a little later. I've only got 20 minutes, so I'm going to try my best to get that done in 20 minutes. We'll see what happens. Praise God. 1 Kings 18. 1 Kings 18. Acts 2. Daniel 3 is where we'll be going to. 1 Kings 18. Acts 2. Daniel 3. Amen. 1 Kings 18. Acts 2. Daniel 3. I think I said 13. I meant Daniel 3. 1 Kings 18, Acts 2, and Daniel 3. It says this in verse 36 of 1 Kings. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word hear me O Lord hear me that this people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou hast turned their hearts back again then somebody say then then the fire of the Lord fell somebody say the fire the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice. Somebody say the sacrifice. And the wood and the stone and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trenches. Acts 2 verse 3. And there appeared to them clothed in tongues like as of fire. Somebody say fire. And it set up on each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. Skipping down to verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Daniel 3, verse 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 
answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful. Somebody say we ain't careful. We're not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us out of the burning, fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then these men who were bound, somebody say were bound, bound in their coats, their hosen, and, the, and their hats, and their outer garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Somebody say the fiery furnace. I skipped down to 21. I forgot to tell you all that. Skipping down to verse 24. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished. Listen to this carefully. And rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we throw or cast three men bound into the midst of the fire. Somebody say the fire. They answered and said unto him, said unto the king, true, O king, we did, that's what we did. He answered and said, lo, I see four men. I see four men. And this next word, listen to it very closely. I see four men Loose, walking in the midst of the fire. Somebody say the fire. And they have no hurts. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Praise God. My title may not make sense to you right now. But I hope it will over the next couple of minutes. And I'm going to hasten today. But I want to preach to you. And I want to pull at you. And my intentions, I say this sometimes, but I'm serious about it today. My intentions is not for six of you, or five of you, or four of you, or two of you. My intentions are for everybody in this building to come to an altar today. For the next little while, I'm going to preach to you from this, call, this thought. A call to sacrifice. A call to sacrifice. In 2023, there's going to be a call to sacrifice. There's going to be a call to sacrifice in January, February, March. April and May and June and July and August and September, October and November and December. There's going to be a call to sacrifice. Because Truth Church, when someone answers the call, I can't even explain to you all that can happen. But I can tell you this. I want it to happen and this is the deal in the name of Jesus I felt it so strong as I was walking through my office last night Holy Ghost fell 
I don't know the last time that I got lost in the Holy Ghost. But I got lost in the Holy Ghost. Before I knew it, it was too late. And I had to get home. But Truth Church, I've got a hunger. And my hope is that somehow, some way, that I can display to you the hunger that is burning inside of me. That you can have that same hunger to answer the call to sacrifice because what happens after there is an answer to the call of sacrifice oh there is unprecedented things that cannot be explained that cannot be contained that we can't even comprehend but oh God I want to see it happen right here would you lift your hands all across this building and I want you to pray this prayer. You can pray other things as well. But I want you to pray, Lord, help me be sensitive today to answer the call of sacrifice. It's going to be something that you're going to have to be intentional about. It's going to be something that you're going to have to think about on a daily basis. It's going to be something that you're going to have to put to mind every single month and every single time that prayer meeting is announced and every time that prayer meeting is on the schedule and every, every time that there's church service or revival. You've got to be intentional about every morning every morning when you don't want to pray every morning when you don't want to get up oh God I've got to answer the call I've got to answer the call guests that are in the house today today as I said a moment ago could be the first day of the rest of your life and what better day to make up in your mind I'm going to answer the call but I'm going to answer the call every day I'm going to answer the call every month look at the months that are there on that screen every single month I want it to burn in your brain I want it to burn in your heart God I'm going to do it all the way until December I'm going to answer the call in 2023 praise God we honor you and we lift your name up can you clap your hands unto the Lord today You may be seated this morning, and as I said, I will hasten this morning. One of God's attributes that buttress his omnipresence is that he is a consuming fire. Somebody say amen. amen. God is not and never will be a weakling. He is strong and he is mighty. He is powerful and he is wonderful. He is a potent fire force. With God, with God, as he goes out, one of the elements accompanying his protocol is a combustive Holy Ghost fire. I can remember as a kid, Bishop Gilbert would always say, he's dunamis. When you receive the power of the Holy Ghost, it's dunamis, it's dynamite that comes inside of you. And that's exactly what it is. Psalms 97 and verse 3 says, A fire goeth before him and burneth up his enemies round about. Would you say fire? Fire. One of the remarkable attributes of God in Scripture is that He is the God that answers prayers by fire. 
Truth Church, I don't know about you, but this morning what I want us to start, what I want us to understand and get a hold of is still God can answer by fire. Do I think it can be in the literal sense? Yes, I do think that. But I believe that God in this day, in this hour, he will answer by fire in the spirit and he consume brokenness. He can consume depression. He can consume hurt and pain. He consumes any sin comes against you or I. When God answers by fire, there is a rapid response, speed, and quick intervention, and positive consequence and results. When he answers by fire, you and I, as we think of fire, it destroys, it tears down. No, but when God answers by fire, there is rejuvenation. There is a quickening in your spirit. There is hope that you never had. There is peace that you never had. There's joy that you never had. I know you came in broken, but when God answers by fire, he gives you joy, unspeakable and full of glory. There is what the Bible calls the fire of the Lord. This fire of the Lord is uniquely divine fire that is not found anywhere else. You're not going to find it at the end of the match. You're not going to find it on the, big, on the end of a big lighter. No, you won't find it there. It is a holy, pure fire from the Lord. This fire of the Lord cannot. Somebody say it can't. Somebody say it cannot. Somebody say, there's no way. This fire cannot and will not be extinguished by water. This is not a natural fire that can be extinguished by natural extinguishers. No, this is the fire of the Lord. The Lord's fire, it's intense, both in the physical and the spiritual realm. Young lady, I haven't had the opportunity to meet you this morning, talk to you this morning, but what happened to you right here just a moment ago was the fire of the Lord that fell on you from the top of your head to the very sole of your feet. And if I can tell you anything, if I can encourage you anything, if you can listen to me say anything, I want you to listen to me. Keep that fire burning. Put more wood on it and let it burn, let it burn, and let it burn. How do I put wood on this fire that I can't see? You get on your knees and pray. You lift your hands in worship. You tell him thank you day in and day out. Thank you for your consuming fire. Thank you Jesus for putting me on that robe today. Somebody say amen. amen. It's pure fire from the Lord. The Lord's fire is very intense. It's powerful. First Kings 18 and 38 we read this morning the fire of the Lord fell. It consumed burnt sacrifice. That's pretty, that's okay. But then it consumed the wood, the stone, the dust, ashes, and then it licked up the water that was in the trench. That's what a consuming fire does. There is no residue with the consuming fire. Amen. When there is consuming fire, 
There's no residue of your old habit of smoking cigarettes. When consuming fire comes, there's no residue of your old alcoholism. When there's consuming fire, it takes away bitterness and hatred. Oh, I don't know about that. That's never happened to me. Ladies and gentlemen, then you need to stand to your feet and you need to repent before the Lord and say, God of heaven, I need you to burn out of me with your consuming fire, bitterness, hatred, anger, anything. Truly, and I know it preaches good and we get excited about it. Nothing can stand in the way of the Lord's fire as it has tremendous capacity to consume the stone and the water and solids and liquids. When the Lord's fire falls, every obstinate problem is consumed and swallowed up by the intense heat of the Lord's fire. No problem. Somebody say no problem. problem. You talked about it. No sickness. Somebody say no sickness. No cancer, ladies and gentlemen. I know that we get excited about it, but I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this man told the doctor, Dr. Bouchon, Sister Ginger's doctor, told him, I know exactly what it was. I went down in the water, and I came up out of the water. I'm talking about a consuming fire, ladies and gentlemen. No problem, no sickness, no disease in your life can stand the Lord's fire. I need somebody to really, truly, sincerely believe that today. Adam received the breath of God. But you and I, received the fire of God. I don't know if that makes you excited or not, but it does me. When God came down when I was six years old at a children's camp, he filled me with his fire. And I'm so thankful that it's still burning. It's still fresh. It's still being able to be kindled every moment of every hour. I want you to hear me today. I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying. The hour has come for the Lord's fire to be released against the forces that are working against you, that are working against me, that are working against this church as a whole, this movement, the church of the living God. The church of the living God in every state, every province in Canada, every place overseas that we have a church. Ladies and gentlemen, now is the hour, the time is right this moment that the Lord's fire is to be released against the forces that are working against the progress of the church, of the living God, of every saint of God. It is time to invoke the Lord's fire against the demon of delay and procrastination in your life and in your family. Stay with me. I am preaching about a call to sacrifice. Just stay with me. Psalms 21, verses 8 through 9. Thine hand shall find out all thine enemies. Thy right hand shall find out those that hate thee. Thou shalt make them as a fiery oven in the time of thine anger. 
the Lord shall swallow them up in his wrath and the fire shall devour them. If that don't give you hope this morning, I don't have anything else that will. I can just tell you this, that the fire of the Lord is gonna devour your enemy. It's gonna be put in the oven. Your mommy is gonna be saved. Your daddy is gonna receive the Holy Ghost. Your job is going to get better. Your calling is going to happen. There's gonna be some things that you didn't know that would happen. That will happen that the adversary has been trying to delay you, trying to put you down, trying to make you shut up. No, not in this hour, because we're releasing the fire of the Holy Ghost. We're releasing the fire of God. Praise God. My challenge, my challenge is for us to rise up and command the fire of the Lord to consume. Amen. To stand up, feet flat on the ground, and stand and say, Lord, your fire, I want it to consume. I want it to destroy the works of darkness in every life. Oh, hallelujah. In my enemy's life, in my family's life, in my co-worker's life, in, oh, hallelujah, destroy the works of darkness in my family. Destroy the works of darkness in the church. Somebody say the Holy Ghost fire. It's time for us to command the fire of the Lord, that Holy Ghost fire, to destroy every force of darkness operating against you and your progress. I'll take it a step further. I want to see the progress of the church. I'm talking about Truth Church. The church as a whole, but I'm talking about Truth Church. I want to see the progress of Truth Church move forward and not be stagnant. There will not be a demon of delay that puts us back. Why? Because you, because you, sister servant, because you, brother Philip, because some of you that may be on the fringes, some of you that I don't know, I'm not going to say anything. You're going to stand up and say, no, I'll release the fire of the Lord against the demon of delay. I'll release the fire of the Lord to consume my husband and to consume my children and to consume my daughter. I'm talking about the fire of the Holy Ghost. Let me just preach for a moment. Right now, I want the fire of the Holy Ghost to consume your lethargic spirit. And I want you to get up on your feet. And I want you to say, no, he's not just cheerleading. He's serious. Because I am serious. And today is serious business. I need 150, 170 or 80 or 200 people to make up in their mind. You're going to start speaking the fire of the Lord. It may be, I hadn't preached in two weeks, but I feel the strength of the Holy Ghost right now. And I would to God that somebody else would feel it in this house. First Samuel 2 and verse 10. The adversary of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of the heavens 
shall he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth and he shall give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Jesus promised. Jesus promised the baptism or his baptism of the Holy Ghost and with fire to be on you and to be on me. Acts 39. For the promise of the fire. The promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. If you are full of the Holy Ghost, and if you're not, would you stand to your feet and clap your hands unto the Lord? If you're not, I want you to shout with a loud voice, God, I want the Holy Ghost today. I need the fire of the Holy Ghost today. Somebody speak it right now over somebody you know don't have it. I want you to speak it to them. Grab their hand and lift it to the heavens and say, Lord, I speak your fire over the top of their head all the way to the sole of their feet. Oh, somebody lift your voice to him right now. Come on, let's lift our voice to him right now. Stay with me for a moment. I'm hurrying. Come on, lift your voice to him right now. God, I want the fire of the Holy Ghost to be in me. Praise God. You may be seated. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Our baptism in the Holy Ghost must, not should be, but our baptism in the Holy Ghost must be accompanied with the baptism of the fire of the Lord. Got to be. If you feel like a wet blanket, it's probably because it's not a company with the fire of the Lord. Pastor, what do I need to do? You need to get on your knees and say, God, consume me with your fire right now. Consume me with the fire that Pastor Darren's been preaching about. The past. If you come in here lethargic, if you come in here, I'm just checking off a box on the to-do list today, then ladies and gentlemen, what you need to do is you need to get on your knees and lift your hands and say, Lord, I submit to your will. I submit to your way. I'm going to answer the call to sacrifice today. The early church received baptism of the Holy Ghost with clothing tongues like as of fire and they did exploits you need to hear me the early church did exploits they did things that we ain't doing they did exploits They performed signs and wonders. Acts 2 and 3. And there appeared to them clothed in tongues like as of fire. And it set upon each of them. I'm going to ask again. Do we have the Holy Ghost? Raise your hand. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, that's okay. That's why you're here. God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. If we have the Holy Ghost... Why are we not doing exploits and performing signs and wonders? That's the question of the day. Why, pastor, are you preaching about fire or the fire of God? 
I thought you were preaching about sacrifice. I am, and I'm glad you asked. I want us to understand how powerful the fire of God is. But I also want us to understand that the fire only descends on sacrifice. The fire's awesome. I've been preaching about the fire. The fire burns. But fire only descends on sacrifice. Hellfire comes from beneath. Heavenly fire comes from above. Anything that you and I try to conjure up, anything that you and I try to make happen, I would consider that beneath kind of fire. <laughs> but when you and I decide to sacrifice, you ain't going to start this sacrifice with a big lighter or a match. When you and I start to sacrifice, that fire's coming from the heavens. Old saying that is well true. And with my illustration today, I hope to show you. Well, I'm not going to show you, but I'm going to talk about it. I don't want to burn the place down. There's a lot of plywood under here. Fire. Listen to me close. I don't know if I've said anything profound, but this is going to be profound. Fire only falls on dead stuff. This here, yes, has been cut away from the tree. But this wood that stands before me right now, whoever built this, you did a good job. You know how to build a fire. This ain't going to light. You know why it's not going to light? Because it's wet. It's real heavy. That little log's real heavy. But it's wet. It hadn't been split. It's not dead yet. This wood, you can see by the look of it. It's dry. It's brittle. If I can get a piece of it, everybody be real quiet. You hear that? That's going to burn. That's going to burn fast. You know why it's going to burn and you know why it's going to burn fast? Because it's dead and it's dry. Fire only falls on dead things. What are you talking about, Pastor Darren? <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were dead. I want you to hold that. Hold that in your brain. You didn't even know I was going to say that today, but it's right here in my notes. I say in red, ask them in the back. It says, hold that. So I want you to put that in the back of your brain. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were dead. Elijah was dead. In the 36th verse of our text, Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel. And that I am thy servant 
and that I have done all these things at thy word. I haven't done anything that I've wanted to do. God, I want it to be known that I'm your servant. I am I am abased and you are exalted. I am nothing and you are everything. I want it to be known that I'm a nobody and I'm just doing what you want me to do. In verse 37, he said, hear me, O Lord, hear me that this people, it ain't about me. It ain't about what I want. Hear me, O Lord, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God. I don't want them to know me. I don't even want them to look at me. I don't even want them to think about me. It ain't about me. I'm dead. And that thou hast turned their hearts back again. It ain't what I've done, but it's what you've done. And when he assured God that he was dead, when he was nothing, the Bible says, then the fire of the Lord fell. What am I trying to tell you this morning? If you want to see the fire fall, then you and I got to die. You and I got to become nothing. You and I got to be abased. Maybe seated. There is a posture to sacrifice. John 3 and verse 30. I know we're not supposed to add to or take away from the Bible, and I'm not doing that. But you know how don't eat of the tree, and Adam said, don't touch the tree. Okay, that's kind of what I like to do with this scripture. This is what it says. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. That first verse or that verse 30, he must increase, but I must decrease. I like to say it this way. I must become nothing, and he must become everything. I don't know about a lot of you that are in this building, but I want to see the fire fall. For I want to see it happen now. I want to see it happen next month. I want to see it happen in the midst of our revival. I want to see it happen in the midst of people coming into the household of faith. I want to see the fire fall. But if the fire is going to fall, if people are going to receive the Holy Ghost, if God is going to trust us with new babies, then you and I must die. You and I must become the sacrifice. been holding that the three Hebrew children said we are not careful there is no need to go to any further trouble we've made up our minds on this subject and have our answer ready for you you don't have to talk to us again about it be it known unto thee We will not serve thy gods. We will not bow lest we burn. And we don't want to burn that way. (laughs) Hallelujah. Daniel 3 verse 17. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. 
But if not, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods nor worship thy golden images which thou hast set up. They had a made-up mind to serve the God of Israel. We will not bow, not now, not ever. I submit to you on this Sunday morning, these Hebrew boys had the posture of sacrifice. They had the spirit of sacrifice. We don't care if you kill us, we're gonna serve the one true God and him only because they lived the spirit of sacrifice, the attitude of sacrifice, the less of me and the more of you, the none of me and all of you attitude. He descended into the fire. Not only does he descend as the fire, but he will descend into the fire. When you have the spirit and the attitude and the posture of sacrifice. What they were saying in layman's terms, if you will, is we're nothing. We don't matter, but our God matters everything. My life, my breath, the flesh that I have, the clothes that I have, the family that I have is nothing. We're a nobody, but our God is everything. Scripture says, verse 24, text then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors did not we cast three bound somebody say bound into the midst of the fire they answered and said unto the king true O king he answered and said lo I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire and they have no hurt and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. When we answer the call, hear me if you don't hear anything else. When we answer the call to sacrifice, Hebrews 12 and 29 for our God is a consuming fire. The consuming fire is on its way when we answer the call to sacrifice, when we make up in our mind that, Lord, I am nothing. Lord, I am a base. Lord, I'm a nobody. And you're everything. When we answer the call to the consuming fire, Truth Church, we'll see signs and wonders in January. When we answer the call, there won't be an open seat on, on the last day of January in this building. When we answer the call, when somebody needs a Bible study, we'll run to them. Let me teach you. Let me teach you. When you answer the call to sacrifice, why? Because you're dead. And that's when the fire falls. I don't got time to do that. No, no, no. Answer the call to sacrifice and we'll experience the fire that we preached about at the beginning of this service. I don't know about you and I'm sincere when I say it. I want to see the fire fall but in order for the fire to fall we gotta be a sacrifice. Just stand to your feet all across the building. Ushers, if I could use your help this morning. Mark 9 and verse 29. It's very simple. 
I didn't give it to your media team for a reason, so you can go ahead and put it up. Mark 9, verse 29. And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing. I'm not adding to or taking away. It can come forth by nothing but by sacrifice. The scripture is powerful. 28, 27 are powerful signs, wonders, miracles, unprecedented things. That's the fire falling. Church, you didn't know I was going to preach, Brother Trevor, but that's just the beginning. Brother Sales is just the beginning. It confirmed in me when Sister Ginger got the text message. I knew what direction I was going. I knew exactly what it needed to be. I felt the Lord speak to me, and I just kept my mouth shut and let it begin to permeate inside of me. I'd put things down in my notes, and I felt it, and I went and looked at Scripture, and I began to read Scripture, and I got here yesterday, and God began to pour in more two or three times yesterday while I was at the church. God began to pour into me, and I began to weep, and I began to cry, and I felt the power of God, but I would to God that you get it in your spirit. I must answer the call. Every lady, every man, every young person sitting up here with your parents, we've got to answer the call if we are going to experience the fire of God. I want us to be ready. I want us to be ready for the fire of God to fall. But this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. These men, musicians, it come. These men that stand before you, they have something that we are going to begin as we walk out this building today. But before, before we walk out, I want us to take some time. And I want us to commit to God that we are going to answer the call of sacrifice. If you would join us at this altar right now as the musicians are coming. And as these men begin to hand you one of these, just hold it in your hand. Don't read it right now. Don't look at it right now. Just get your mind on answering the call to sacrifice. Do you understand that if we are going to experience the influx of souls, there's got to be something that dies in us. Oh, Pastor Darren, I feel like I'm dead. I feel, I feel like I'm doing everything I can do. Well, then you're just fine, and you keep doing what you're doing. But, sir, ma'am, if you feel that you need to answer the call, if you feel that you need to be like the Hebrew children, you feel like you're bound up, you feel like you're broken, what you must do is get the attitude and the posture that they had. When they got the attitude and the posture that they had, that posture of sacrifice, they were thrown into the fire. But when they were thrown into the fire God descended into the fire and that I believe from the word of God how you read it that's when their bands were torn off that's when something began to happen that's when miraculous things began to take place I don't know about you but I hadn't walked around in a fire before I hadn't done that oh firemen do it yeah but they got suits on they didn't have any suits ladies and gentlemen they didn't have helmets, ladies and gentlemen. No, they were consumed by a fire. But our God came into that fire, the consuming fire. And bands came off. And miraculous things began to happen. Let me tell you something. If you'll die, 
If you'll die, you'll walk into any situation. You'll do whatever it takes. Do you understand? I want you to picture it. Just close your eyes for a moment at this altar. Picture it. We're not even going to talk about it. We've already made up our mind. We're going to serve God. We're not even going to, it's not, not a discussion, son. It's not a discussion, daughter. It's not a discussion, husband. It's not a discussion, wife. We're going to be in the house of God. We're going to be at revival. We're going to be in prayer meeting. We're not going to discuss it. What you're doing. I'm going to step on some toes. But what you're doing when you have that posture, when you make that statement, is you're dying. And you're going to step into what seems like hell on earth. But because you have the posture of sacrifice, he will descend into the fire. And every foe, the Bible says, when they threw them in, it was so hot that the adversaries were destroyed. <laughs> the adversaries of them were destroyed when they got thrown in the fire. And not a hair was singed. Not a hair on their arms was burned. Their clothes were not burned up, ladies and gentlemen. Only the restrictions that bound them were destroyed. When you die, you may walk into the fire or be thrown into the fire, but only your obstructions, only your enemies are going to be destroyed. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I want to see happen right here at Truth Church. I want us to get the posture of sacrifice. Lord, I'm going to answer the call on, on this first day right now. And when you get home tonight, what I want you to do is I want you to focus in humility and repentance and then tomorrow I want you to do the next day and the next day and we're going to go all the way until the 21st of January and on the 22nd we're going to begin consecration week on the 22nd of January we're already going to be consecrated you know what you're going to be doing from now until the 21st you're going to be dying you and I in this church and guests that are here from now until the 21st every morning I've given you a plan God kill me all the day long it's not about me it's about you I'm stepping before this altar all these prophets of Baal they've done their mess and they've, they've tried to do but it ain't, it ain't about me it's about you I, I just repaired your altar for you I just did what you wanted me to do I've done everything at thy word you do you and don't worry about me because I'm nothing and the fire's going to fall I'm not trying to make anything happen, but if we would collectively do this. I'm not talking about your personal stuff. You keep your doing your personal stuff, but I want us to collectively die for 21 days. I want us to collectively fast. If, you're, if you go to sleep with social media, if you wake up with social media, eliminate it for 21 days. morning and you turn it on in the afternoon and you turn it on at night and it's always on to eliminate sacrifice true church I want to see miracles I want to see people walk in and receive the Holy Ghost when ushers shake their hands 
unprecedented things. Things that people are like, really? Isn't that kind of crazy? Don't we have a protocol here? We do have a protocol. It's His Word. It's His way. It's His will. For the next 21 days, I want you to sacrifice yourself. That means when you walk into the store and normally you wouldn't say anything to the to the cashier about your church why don't you grab you some this could change your life cards we got more coming this week and so I want you to get them and I want you to hand them to somebody sacrifice you know what you need to do get online and go to the Pentecostal publishing house and you need to find you a Bible study and say Lord I don't know how to make my own Bible study right now but I'm going to do this one I'm, I'm dying to me I'm going to ask a question and I want an answer. Do you want to see an influx of souls? Anybody? Do you want to do what needs to be done to take care of those influx of souls? The only thing that's going to make that happen is sacrifice. You and I must answer the call to sacrifice. Every eye closed, every hand lifted. And right now, I don't care if you wail about it. I don't care if you got to repent again. I don't care what it is you have to do. But I want you to make a commitment before you leave this place. I'm not only going to do what's on this paper every single day, and I'm going to commit to it. And I'm not only going to continue to read my Bible for the, next, for the remainder of this six months. But God, I'm going to make more sacrifices. I'm going to do some things that are going to make me see the unprecedented change and the unprecedented power that's going to work through me and in me. Not that I get the glory, but that you get the glory. Are we kingdom-minded or are we self-minded? Is it about what we want? Is it about what God wants? I submit to you on this Sunday morning, this first Sunday in January, I submit to you, ma'am. I submit to you, families. I get excited about hearing people. I finished my yearly Bible reading. I'm starting again. I'm on the truck to finish it here in just a couple of months. I can't wait to see what God does in you. It gets me excited. Why? Because it shows me there's people that are willing to sacrifice. You know what's going to happen? You're going to sacrifice your time. You're going to sacrifice your talent. You're going to sacrifice your money. You're going to sacrifice yourself. You're going to do things and serve in areas that you never thought you would. Because you're saying, God, I'm answering the call to sacrifice.